It's game time. Spilling tea and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast mm-hmm. with your host, my name, D. Gill. Hello, everyone. It is D. Gill here, host of the Game Day Tea. Thank you for lending me your ears. This podcast episode is is, is going to be a crazy one. But first, before we get into the meat of the episode, I really want to direct you all to your favorite podcast host on Spotify, Apple, wherever you like to listen to my voice. Every single time you want to listen to the Game Day Tea, you can do so. Search out sports and the Game Day Tea, my website, www.thegamedaytea.com. And of course, Twitter, Instagram, my personal pages are DGILTM, DGILTM, and at the Game Day Tea. Now, March Madness. Yes, we're talking about March Madness, girl. Okay, so where do I even begin? I'm not talking about specifically the basketball tournament that we know when we grow into love. I mean, this whole March has been literally madness. I'm, I want to start with baseball. So because of this whole stupid lockout rule of the MLB and the Players Association not agreeing, we had a rare occasion where free agency was in March and it was coinciding with the NFL free agency. We'll get into that a little bit later, but it was interesting that we had free MLB free agency in March and my Atlanta Braves then did it y'all. Not only did we make an all star trade for Matt Elston. However, we, we added Soler back, um, around the Cunha is hitting bombs. I, I am so, so, so excited for what's to come with, with this My Atlanta Braves. I, I truly think AA is a genius. He is a, he, he burst the trade deadline like nobody's business. And I feel so sorry for the Oakland A's fans. I'm in the Bay Area and all the Oakland A's fans are so sad because their first baseman, who was an all-star, got traded to us. Like, they, they, they don't keep their talent around. And yes... Did we lose out Freddie Freeman to the <clears throat> Dodgers? Yes, we did. And that hurt. And let me tell you something, Freddie. If you're listening, I hope you're listening. You handled that very poorly. You know, when AA was crying on his interview about how much it hurt not to keep you, you showed your ass on TV screen and was talking about how I'm not going to comment and like, yeah, it was just really some comments that really kind of threw AA underneath the bus and I didn't like it. And yes, I'll be going to the game down there in LA in April next month. And I'll be cheering on my braids loud and proud. I appreciate you helping us win the world series. I do. You were, you were like the last, what the home run of the 2021 season. I thank you for that. But the way you handled that was piss poor. I hope you really enjoy LA when the, high ass taxes that we had to pay up in California when you could have signed the six year deal with the Atlanta Braves and kept some of that money. But no, you want to go in LA and spend all that tax money. I know your girl got her little clothing shop and you know, she looks like a material girl. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. But we'll see who made the right decision, the Braves or Freddie Freeman. Anyways, moving on along. Jock Peterson is back in the Bay Area. He is, I, I love him. He's got a good personality. I think he's a good fit for the San Francisco San Francisco Giants. I'm going to check him out at the game. Of course, when the Atlanta Braves come, I will go and check him out. Now, moving right along to Miss NFL, honey. 
That's some March Madness indeed. We got Brady unretiring after he didn't have magazine covers, all these gifts, all this hoopla. I'm pretty sure the networks had all these ceremonial TV slots and shows and interviews. I'm pretty sure he had every single television network calling his phone, trying to be an analyst. And he goes and unretires. 40-something years old, seven Super Bowl rings. Damn, what does that make me feel about me wanting to retire from my job? If this dude don't want to retire from his job, <laughs> I know he gets paid a millions of dollars to do his job. However, this dude is like the pinnacle of your career is the Super Bowl. When he's won seven of them, he ain't tired of working. Whew. I ain't mad at you, Tampa Bay. Go win another damn ring because the NFC South is a mess, including my Falcons, who traded away the best player in franchise history, which is Matt Ryan, for a third round draft pick. Now, let me let me say this. Matt Ryan, he getting up there in age. However, he was consistent off the field. He was a pillar, uh, 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 just an example of how to be a, a, a man a gentleman, nice, never in the media for anything bad whatsoever. His his wife, Sarah, a gem. His two twins, a gem. Uh, what he did for the community of Atlanta, a gem. And we just traded him away for a third round pick. But yeah, Arthur Blank says we're not rebuilding. Girl. <laughs> okay. Okay, Falcons. So now, yeah, we do have, what, five picks in the first 82 picks? Let's see what you do. Let's see what you do because you traded away your best player, Matt Ryan. By the way, our receiver in March got busted for betting on his own football games. Now, how you do that? Where you do that, that's this. How, how do you do that? Calvin Ridley, you got busted for, for, for betting on your own games. And it was only $1,500. He, he's a millionaire, y'all. He's a millionaire. Got busted. And now, he'll, so he's suspended for the whole season. Meanwhile, we traded away Julio Jones last year for second-round pick. And, and Hayden Hurst didn't come back this year. He got, he got signed by the, what, the Cincinnati Bengals. Who are we throwing to do? Let me suit my ass up in some tights and some uh, some pads, knee pads. I think I can dust them off in the, uh, in the garage or so. I got me a little helmet or something like that. Let me get on the field. You can pay me pay me $500,000. I'll go out there and be the best wide receiver, tight ass, I mean tight end. <laughs> I'll be the best tight end you ever, ever, ever had on that Atlanta Falcons team, baby, because they ain't got nobody to throw the ball to. So we're going to see what they're going to do in this draft next month. But, baby, it ain't looking good. It ain't looking good at all. I don't know. Maybe we signed Marcus Mariota. Um, but he's been a journeyman. Started in Tennessee. Had a good season or two. Then went to Las Vegas, the Raiders. And now he's here. Did we get another quarterback? I don't know. Hey, I'm going to root for him to be successful, right? That's what we do for our favorite teams, no matter what, if you're a diehard fan. However, whew, that is not even the end of Harsh Madness in this NFL, honey. Mr. Deshaun Watson, Mr. Sorry, excuse my language. Mr. Deshaun Watson, um, 22 civil cases against him. Now, I don't know about y'all listening, but you think you'd be employed if he had 22 civil cases against you from these massages, parlors, and I, I, y'all, you know, I said he's from Atlanta, y'all. I said, all right, Deshaun Watson's from Atlanta. I'm going to see if there's any way he can not sound guilty or whatever. So I read, I read the lawsuits. It is like a page out of 
the most horrific type of shit you ever read. Like it, it's like it's not one, two, three, four, five, twenty-two different cases, y'all, all saying the same thing. And most of it was like, oh, he was putting, he put his towel, uh, that, uh, and moved his towel over his his private parts, and then he moved it and told me to start uh, massaging the growing. And it's totally unprofessional for a, a football player that makes millions of dollars of money. And guess what the Cleveland Browns do? They trade for. Deshaun Watson from the Texans gave up so much picks and then make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL with $230 million with an M fully guaranteed. So you, you got 22 civil law cases, civil suits against you and you get rewarded in a sense, $230 million. Let's see how much money will be spent on uh, some, some payouts. Mm-hmm. A little hush money and settlements because oh that's the last thing these these women need to hear was so you're gonna give my accuser 230 million dollars it almost feels like the cleveland browns almost gave him that much money because they know he's gonna need it for these settlements honestly like the nfl ceases to one up each other every offseason it seems like for the most stupidest and shittiest dirt baggage shit some of these players do and they try to suspend them, try to say, say, uh, face. And I remember reading something that I forgot of what it was, Lord, child, my memory. Anyways, but it's like the NFL doesn't care about anything else more than their image. They do not care. They want this Deshaun Watson thing to be over and done with. It would not shock me if Goodell was like, break him off, let him get this settlement money. I mean, he was already a millionaire before this contract. However, it just, it just, I don't know. It rubs in the wrong way. We'll be right back with the game day tea. I'm your host, D. Gill. Welcome back to the game day tea. I am your host, D. Gill. Now let's get back into this Deshaun Watson stuff because it still it bothers me. Anybody listening to this? If we had these cases, we will be fired. Job gone. Bonus none. Yeah. Make it make sense. Somebody, please DM me. Please message me. Reply to my Twitter. Whatever. Do you agree with what I'm saying or not? I want to hear. Like, yes, he was let go off of the other charges, but he still has these civil suits against him. And he's saying, like, the the press conference. The man had to say that he was innocent at the press conference. Like, that's who you want representing your business. And my Atlanta Falcons tried to trade for him. Ugh. What if they would have traded for him? I would have been looking like boo boo the fool. <laughs> Rooting for my favorite team with this man as my quarterback. And I love him. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to bash him. He's from Atlanta. He does a lot of good things for our community. But it's the real reason why I'm a little upset about this is because if it were anybody else, any non-sports player, we would be in jail still right now and damn near not getting no $230 million. Hello, somebody. Like, this is March Madness. That's why I said this, the title of this episode is March Madness. Gosh. Make it make... I, I, I just... I don't get it. I What I do get is uh, Leah Thomas winning this championship, 
this NCAA championship in swimming. Congratulations to you. That certainly caused a March Madness amongst people. I mean, this story, you cannot turn on your TV. You cannot go on your phone, social media without everybody wanting to be an expert on what trans rights were and what a woman were and what, a, what a, is and what a man is. Everybody had an opinion, and especially a lot of male sports figures that get paid to talk about sports never give a damn about swimming until Leah won. Very interesting. Never gave college swimming the light of day, but then you become an expert on what's right or not. Leave it to the scientists. Leave it to the NCAA. They got it right. She is a woman and she won. I'm going to leave it at that. Debate your mama. Moving right along. Anywho, continue with this March Madness. (laughs) The Oscars. (laughs) <laughs> last last night oh my gosh i specifically waited to record this episode because i just knew i could tie in the oscars and march madness in some type of way i was i was watching it intently y'all just saying oh ooh, can i use that moment can i use this moment lo and behold will smith gave me my material thank you will smith um I'm going to share my thoughts on it because I can, and this is my platform. Everybody was in the wrong. Chris Rock was in the wrong, and we got to stop giving these comedians pass a pass. Like how people were at Dave Chappelle's throat for all this transgender comments and, and all this gay jokes that he likes to throw around. People started holding him accountable. We need to start holding other comedians accountable. Jada, uh, um, Jada Pinkett is going, has, has alopecia, right? So she's been documented saying that she's been dealing with that. She shaved her head, yada, yada, yada. Look, you can't, it's only so much people can take. I will say this. Y'all don't know these celebrities. Y'all don't, y'all, we only know what they tell us. Think about somebody at your job, right? Yes, you all may be, even call each other friends, Right? Man, you have friends at work, but when you leave that office, wherever you work and you go in your own home, they don't know what goes in your home, sweetie. So we, we, we think we have other access to the celebrities and we see the paparazzi and people write stories about their lives. That'd be fake. We don't know what goes home behind these closed doors and how much she has suffered, how much will has to be there for her. And to see, (laughs) just, just, just to see that fall out to, to take place in front of us baby there's some backstory behind there somehow i don't know will was wrong for slapping him that's assault anybody else i'm gonna t- i'm gonna t- i'm gonna bring it back to you and me again my listeners listening anybody else goes up there and slaps chris rock we got two bodyguards the size of uh, of a uh, mountain men jason momo on us in two seconds right Will Smith goes up there and commits assault and he don't even get arrested. He doesn't even get kicked out of the venue. What does he get? He gets his award for best actor for, for, uh, the movie he's in. And, and, and I appreciate that, you know, like he, he won, he was a, he was a good actor in there. Shout out to the Serena, uh, Serena and Venus Williams sisters. However, it just goes to show you if you have money, power, fame, wealth, just like Deshaun Watson getting $230 million, you are untouchable. And it just makes, it irks me to know that everyday people cannot have that. We are not afforded that same, uh, the second chances, the leeway to do shit like that. Excuse my language, but it just really irks me. Like that, like overshadowed the whole 
night. The I saw on Twitter the ratings shot through the roof of the Oscars when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. <sighs> My goodness. Anyways, to March Madness, actual March Madness, I I will admit I haven't been able to watch the games as much as I like to year in, year in out. And this year's no different. <laughs> However, I have been following that the St. Peter's story, the, the college out of what uh Jersey City, New Jersey. Absolutely historical run. I'm so happy for that university. Every year we have stories like uh, La, La Jolla University, uh, all these universities that just come out of nowhere as 15 seeds, uh, lower seeds, beating all these top seeds, and they they did the darn thing. I, I am so proud of them. The passion that they showed, uh, upsetting Purdue, who was a three seed, <laughs> like a three seed, they upset them, and it's just... I, I'm so proud of them. I do, however, I will say, I will say this. I am rooting for Duke. I am. Villanova's won already. Kansas, it's their time. Uh, my dad's from North Carolina. I know he's a huge North Carolina fan. I know he's going to be rolling over in his bed when he hears this. But um, this is the first time Duke and North Carolina have faced off in the Final Four. And so those games will be happening on April 2nd. And uh, the championship to be announced. However, it's going to be it's a good game. So you got Kansas, number one seed. The Nova, two, the number two seed. That's going to be a good game. Duke is the number two seed. And North Carolina is the number eight seed. We shall see who wins. They call it March Madness for a reason. I, I do want to know, though. I, I will have this question. Do these kids go? Like, what's the academic policy schedule when they're playing all these games? Like, you know, I, I was... Now, was it in a sport in college... I did. I was in a marching band, and we traveled a lot. And I remember having to do my homework on the bus and reading underneath the lights on the tour bus. However, um, these guys are playing all the damn time, and they're not playing their practice like a games. They're practicing or game film studying. Like, what? If anybody knows, anybody knows a player has experience with the NCAA tournament. What is the academic policy like and the schedule like during March Madness? Like, how do you get your work done? It is just so exciting. Like. Do, I don't know. I hear that they have like tutors at the wazoo and like the modified work, but some of these players have hard um, curriculums and some of these players go to really nice schools, high academic, highly regarded academic schools. And, you know, some of these professors don't give a darn about <laughs> basketball. I hope they would give their players leeway. But like I said, you've got fame, you've got wealth, your notoriety, athletes, you're just living on a different planets sometimes. <laughs> you just do. I, I hate to say it, but it's true. Anyways, what was your March? What was your favorite March Madness sports situation thing happening this month? Let me hear from you. Tweet me D G I L T M. Tweet the game day D at the game day T on twitter.com. Tweet it. Let me know what was your favorite March Madness moment. Doesn't have to be at the basketball tournament, the NCAA basketball tournament. What was just something crazy that happened in sports? In March, and Brittany Griner's girl, she's stuck in Russia, honey. If that ain't March Madness, I don't, I don't know. It's not funny, but it's just, just like, what is going on right now? I mean, Russia and Ukraine are at war, and Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner got stuck, stopped for a smoking device. Free her, <laughs> Jesus! I, I don't even know. I can't even imagine being detained in Russia right now. Detained, period. I will not. 
I will not survive in jail, y'all. I make sure I just don't get in myself in no type of stupid situations where where D Gill is going to jail. Uh uh-uh. uh. However, I I just can't imagine a Russian prison. She's in there, and glory bless her heart, Brittany. I hope you, you they're treating you well, and you're doing just fine. I having some exciting, exciting things coming up for you all on the game day. T, I cannot wait to give you these episodes. As always, if you liked what you heard, if you love what you heard, please, please, please give me a shout out. Let me know you're listening. I appreciate all the feedback that I get. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. I don't care. Debate your mama. <laughs> Anyways. I appreciate everyone, everyone that press play on their favorite podcast host. It really, really means a lot to me. I love talking about sports and I love talking about LGBTQ inclusion in sports. And I love, love making you all laugh, giggle or two. As always, be true, be you and be fierce. Take care. Talk to you next time.